fish broke my nose? Yes, I did. Hey guys, welcome back to the Underrated Podcast. Uh, we're back at it again. And today we're going to be doing another Big Swing episode. The Big Swing episodes are films that we deem that, you know, they swung for the fences and they just didn't quite hit the mark. I guess the the thing, the five main criteria for these is they're hugely, iman- hugely imaginative, massive special effects budget, impressive world building, um, pretty bonkers, and also they don't exist in a current film franchise. So... Real quick, today we're going to be talking about Alita Battle Angel. And with me, it's the regulars as usual, Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Derek McDuff. Hey. And it's me, Alan. So, yeah, pretty much real quick. Uh, so, yeah, Alita Battle Angel came out actually last year. I could have sworn it came out mm-hmm. like further yeah. beyond 2019. Yeah. Uh, it's based it's on a manga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels it's a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be 2021. Yeah, it's... when this drops, probably. Yeah. So we're recording in 2020, but it's a long. Yeah. It's been a long, so we're still in the long year. But okay. Yeah. But, if you guys are yeah. all, if you guys are listening to this, you're on the other side. Hopefully, it, it panned out better for you, for all yeah. of us on the other side. <laughs> what's it? What's it like over there? What's it like in this new time, guys? In the far Dude, future, would... yeah. In the post-apocalypse, be... which is appropriate. Would this, for this be episode. released after the new president? No. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, it, probably. Yes, yeah? Yes, yeah. Wait, no. Wait, okay. what's the inauguration day? The 20th? Is it the, like 20th, the 20th? No, it won't be. No. It, it oh. won't be. Because this will yeah. be the second week. Yeah, because we, we're doing weekly episodes, so this will be, yeah, it'll be before it. What? Sorry. Off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's uh, Lita Battle Angel came out far off year of 2019. Uh... <laughs> It's based on a manga and OVA by Yukito Kishiro. Uh, it came out back in like the early 90s, I believe. I remember seeing the OVA in like the early 2000s. And it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Rosa Salazar and Christoph Waltz. So from what I've seen, it did fairly well on a $200 million budget. and made $405 million at the box office. Yeah, it's not a big, big. Like it made its money back and some bonus but i feel well, like well i want i want to get into that in a little bit but continue mm-hmm. but yeah no mainly i was just gonna say like because i feel like you gotta nowadays you have to like triple it you have to make sure you make it like triple or reaches a billion like end game and stuff it's a really i really think bit, well uh, i think well derek is gonna probably touch on more but this had a lot of like extensive marketing in some ways like like it had i'll i'll well, just to touch on it a little bit. Yeah, it had like an um, installment kind of like an exhibition like in two locations. I know for sure Austin where, you know, um, Rodriguez's um, um, company is based out of. But yeah, but it had like I know the marketing is a big was a big part of it. Cost. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it everywhere. I think I saw like posters at cons. I saw it mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, it was a like big it. con movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much what it's about is, um, like I said, it's based off the manga and OVA, original video animation, if nobody knows what that means. But, I didn't. Oh, there, there you go. It's pretty <laughs> much like Japan would produce like a, 
like instead of doing a whole anime series, they would just kind of do like a um, a cliff notes kind comic? of like bundle oh, lovers. No. I'm sorry. I was going to say, is it like a motion comic or no? No, it's like, it's like an anime. It's it's like oh, they okay. just um, they just kind of put it like it's like an adaptation of oh, okay. of, of, the, of like the manga, but they just kind of instead of making it a series, it's more like just a movie. It's kind of like what we have now, like you know, the, the, we adapt all these comic book storylines, but instead of doing the main storyline, they just kind of make it into one two-hour film kind of thing. Okay. And that's what they did with uh, Battle Angel Alita. Or same with Akira, but Akira was like actually theatrically released. Um, but yeah, it's like a cyberpunk anime film um, based like 500 years in the future. I think it's like 2563. Um, mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz plays Dr. Deitzen Ido. He's like a cyber surgeon. He, you know, and, and this time frame, everybody's like a cyborg or they have like mechanical parts and stuff. It's like Cyberpunk 2077, I guess, if to be current. Mm-hmm. But um, he's it's very he, cyberpunk. Just oh, yeah. the genre, not like the game. Like it's very cyberpunk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you know, the um, Christoph Waltz character, Dr. Ito, he's like kind of rummaging around all this junk. There's this big, kind of floating island in the sky where like pretty much people who have like, or, you know, are better off, they're rich or they, they're, they're just profiting. They're, they're everyone poor and broke kind of lives at the bottom mm-hmm. and trash comes out of the island and he goes and he finds a cyborg pretty much with the brain still intact, still alive. And it's Alita, the titular character. And he goes, okay, cool. So let me go ahead and take care of her and rebuild her kind of. And he gives her parts and everything. And then that's kind of where the story goes from there. And she's trying to figure out who she was, what she was before. And later on, you start finding out that she's like um, like a cyber, a cybernetic organism, part of this like super badass like female crew of like cyborgs who have like special body armor, whatever, the Panzerkunst like the Panzer mm-hmm. armor and they're supposed to be like the elite fighters or whatever. When I think there was like a war before as well. Right. Like the fall or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They hint at like there being this big war, like 300 years of that kind of like caused the fall of civilization. It was between like Mars and, you know, like earth. And there's all this kind of interesting backstory that's there kind of just like that you just see in bits and pieces. Like there's a flashback to Alita fighting on the moon and stuff like that. Um, but I'll get into more of that later. But yeah, I just wanted to give everybody like a real quick synopsis of the film. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I want to know what you guys thought. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll start. Um, so I enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, it's definitely a Robert Rodriguez movie in its core of, of just being kind of like a little bit of out. Of, well, this one is a little bit more um, curbed of his like outlandishness and stuff like that. Um, definitely for me, like Christoph Waltz's character was my favorite out of all of them. Um, I felt like Alita, I don't know if it was because of like her naivety, like at parts and stuff like that, but there was a moment, especially with her relationship with, um, with Hugo of, she was kind of getting like, uh, uh, she got no. She there was one moment where she kind of got like that crazy girlfriend kind of vibe, like you know the mm-hmm. meme, of, like just the like, meme where she, I, like she takes out the heart. She's like here, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh my like, god, yeah. Especially I was like, like so... big anime guys. Eyes. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. she was basically like 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 
crazy girlfriend, like the meme of like you know the wide eyed like looking head tilted kind of crazy looking um girl. Um, so I didn't really much in I didn't really enjoy that part of the movie with her relationship with Hugo. I didn't really see the point of it, and um, I didn't really and like Hugo that much as a character. I think that they kind of like suddenly make him like have a conscience in a bit. Like, you know, he's this guy that kind of seems like he's a good guy in the outside, but then, like, on the inside, then he's, like, doing these crooked stuff, and then, like, it kind of, like, yeah, it was, like, kind of, like, in from his friend, like, you, you know, like, kind of a, a whiplash of how he, like, changed his, his mind on, and his opinion on this lifestyle and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, definitely the action was really good, especially with the rollerball kind of, um, um, battle kind of thing um and this is definitely going to, i wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a sequel to this movie it left it very much open especially mm-hmm. with the it spoiler was it was um, real trying especially with the spoiler uh reveal of edward norton's character as um what's his name as a uh, um nova and stuff um so yeah i think but i think it is going to get done because rodriguez gets to do these movies like he just has out we are heroes which just got released um a few days ago our time um (laughs) and i think it's going to i think he does those movies like spy kids and stuff like that to enable his funding for these kind of movies and like even even like um once by a time in mexico which is a really good movie of his um yeah mm-hmm. uh he kind of like funded that with like the spy kids money so i wouldn't be surprised if out of we are heroes like that money will be funneled funneled into um him you know doing the second elite of battle angel um at least there being one more I feel because um, let me be frank that I don't really like Robert Rodriguez as a person. I think he's okay as a director. Like, I mean, like when it, like I like um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It's a pretty fun movie, but he does have some flops <laughs> of, and he's very, very, very cocky of a person. But um, other than that, like, I mean, yeah, it was an enjoyable movie. Um I definitely see that, like, the quality, of, especially with the special effects, was there. I mean, they did a lot of really good motion capture. Um, I get, like, you know, you get that kind of, like, anime feel from Alita, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's an enjoyable movie. And I, I for me, I'm, like, I understand why it's a big swing. Yeah, I, I really liked it as well. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I really... I actually liked it a lot. Um, I was uh, actually kind of surprised at how much I liked it because I remember when I saw like the trailers and everything for it, I kind of like thought like, oh yeah, like it'll be you know like another one of these kind of like big ridiculous movies, and I'll it'll be fun. But like I um you know I never like was I never w- wanted to go see it. Like I didn't really like know the source material at all, and you know I knew that it was like like James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. Um, and Oh yeah. James you know, so, Cameron was in there too. Yeah, he in the produced, mix. It. Mm-hmm. produced it. Mm-hmm. And so both of those guys are guys that I, um, I'm pretty hot and cold on them when it comes yeah. to their movies, mm-hmm. because That's I feel exactly. like both of them, 
they they can make some really great stuff um but and they both are like pioneers when it comes to um technology and digital filmmaking and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and sometimes i think that they can get lost in the weeds of that like a lot of like robert rodriguez's stuff from like the past 10 20 years has just been like oh i can make anything out in my backyard so i'll just go and do that like and make it all digitally and james cameron i feel like you know avatar is a doesn't really have that much heart it's more of just kind of like a way to show off all the impressive filmmaking but they also like no, no sometimes they will hit the nail on the head sometimes they are at the forefront of technology and they do something that mm-hmm. is just like incredible and never seen before like i'll give an example when robert rodriguez made sin city in 2005 i've oh, never yeah. seen a movie that looked like that visually before it was incredible like, and yeah. it was like one of the very first like digital movies on of that scale and it's because like robert rodriguez was one of the guys that george lucas like got all these big directors together and was like guys digital filmmaking is is where it's going and like that's where i'm going to start making the the rest of the star wars prequels in and say what you will about you know a lot of stuff with the star wars prequels like them ushering digital technology and like that being pretty much everyone in hollywood except for christopher nolan is making movies that way now and, you know, Robert Rodriguez was kind of at the forefront of this. And he was and the same thing with this movie where he's like all the effects in this. It's like where you have just like like a seamless character. Like, I don't really know why they decided to make her with the big anime eyes when no one else in the movie does. But like it works and it makes sense and it's cool. Um, but aside from just like kind of like technical aspects, which are incredible, amazing, like nothing looks like this movie. Like even other other big swings that have like these huge big budgets, like this one is completely, I think, unique. It's it's like the upper echelon of these movies, visually speaking. It, it I was really kind of compelled by Alita. I think she is just kind of this good natured, interesting character in a terrible world. And I kind of really liked like seeing just like her optimism just kind of continually showing through and just her going through so much shit. Um, and to talk about, so the last movie we talked about, the first of the big swings was Valerian. And I talked a lot about in that, about how it does feel like a real world. And this one feels like that too, but it's a lot less clunky in this one. In in that yeah. one, they just kind of like stop the movie or once in a while to like tell you all the things about the world. Whereas this one, it's like, they're either kind of like the exposition is doled out either naturally, or it'll be like stuff in the background. Like there's all that stuff about the war and the fall. And you find that out, like, as Alita kind of gets her memories back, or that's kind of, like, alluded to, like, you know, like, there's, like, oh, there's Mars up there, and, like, there's all these things mentioned. They don't just, like, stop and give you, like, a big exposition dump. It's all, like, you are learning things as she is, so you're in it with her. You're, like, you're interested. You're, like, yeah. oh, what can you tell me I'm... about this? What, like, she's connected to this? What's going on with this, you know? Yeah, like, I'm still not clear on, I mean, I'm still not clear on exactly what, is Alita alien, then? Or she, she's like, uh, she's, like uh, she's like a like the like cyborgs. They're like it's like a, a robot race, though, or is it like no, they, they come from? No, they're, they're like me. They're yeah, it's like the Valkyries, I guess, in like Norse mythology. Like they're okay, so cybernetic she was, or, at one well, point, organisms. She is human, but at that higher level, that kind of like kind of like fought against the bad guys essentially yeah, yeah they're like mm-hmm. they're like the the replicants in blade runner almost like that i think that's the oh, closest okay. comparison um yeah like uh i think i don't know if it was there was another cyberpunk ova that came out around the same time called armitage the third and it was kind of similar in that sense where there she was like a badass cyborg and like an elite kind of like valkyrie kind of thing and 
but I, I remember I think both of them were very specific in that they're like they can have normal lives. Like they they have the the chemistry, the body chemistry to to like have kids. You know, they can give birth and stuff like that. So yes. I think like they're they're like androids, I guess, like cyborg androids kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it all that lends itself to I think that this does really feel like a real lived in world and not just like something like you can see you're seeing the big picture, but you can see that like there's like you know off in the distance there's other stuff going on that isn't directly being addressed. This is a very big world. It's not a small world. You're getting a little chunk of it just through Alita's eyes, Alita's story. But there's all this other interesting big stuff going on in the fringes, and it doesn't yeah, feel. Yeah, like we don't we don't see much of of um. I don't want to say Valhalla. What what's the upper l- level like the the cloud um, the island sky island? It's like Elysium, but I, that's not right. <laughs> but essentially, we don't see um that as much. We just ca- kind of like catch maybe just glimpses of like just a few of the space and stuff like that and like yeah you kind of see like how it's a little bit better but for the most part like for the most of the movie we're in the you know the ground level of of this place yes the the ground city is iron city and then the one at the top sky city is zolom Mm. oh zolom zolom Mm. yeah that's right but Mm. you do also like the characters because like you're just focusing on this small part they do feel really, really like real and gritty, and like they're very diverse, and like they all feel like interesting. Like, like you're like, what is this guy's story? Like Jeff Fahey, Faraday from Lost, is like a guy who like has all these dogs, and you're like, this guy is he's got like robot dogs and stuff, and like there's all these different interesting hunter killers, and like there's all this shit going on, and like there's such an interesting cast of characters, and just a world that is just exactly what I love about these kind of movies, and I, I really enjoyed it a lot more than I was even expecting. Um, the one criticism I would have, because I feel like a lot of the big swings kind of have like one thing about it, is this movie is really being like, yeah, this is going to be the first of a series. Like it's really, mm-hmm. like it doesn't tell its kind of own complete story. It does feel like there are things there to set up future installments, which I feel like is fine in, you know, um, something like... Like, um, like you know, Captain America, where it's like already part of an established thing. But when this is the first one out of the bat, it's like, don't just give me Jai Courtney and Edward Norton and Michelle Rodriguez in these bit parts because you assume there's going to be a thing later, and and then just end it on a big like kind of like cliffhanger and be like, we're going to get another movie, um, because it's really up in the air right now. Honestly, if this film is going to get a sequel. The main, and we were talking about the budget, and this is a thing with these big swings: is they have to make a shit ton of money to be profitable. Um, and I was reading a couple of articles about this movie specifically, and we ta- touched on at the beginning, like how it, you know, it did make four hundred million dollars, which sounds like okay, yeah, there's no way it didn't make money. You look at its box office, it's tw- uh, about two hundred million. Um, but you basically, a good rule of thumb is you kind of have to double the production value to um when you factor in like advertising and all that so this movie probably cost about 400 million that's what it made and a lot of like industry people are kind of like it probably had to make somewhere between 350 to 500 million to break even so it's weird because like people really don't even know if this movie was profitable like 
industries mm-hmm. are like, yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was a little bit, maybe it lost a little bit. It's hard to say, and that's why the sequel is so hazy. That's also why um, at the end of the year in 2020, it got a re-release, but that's also during COVID time, so who knows what the fuck happened with that. You know, like, that didn't make anything, because no movies that got re-released really made any money. So that didn't help clear anything up, because that's what the fans kind of petitioned for, and then they got it. Um, It was Mm -hmm. also, like, the last movie to be released as, like, a standalone Fox movie before Walt Disney Studios took over. So, but yeah. produced so yeah so it's it's really up in the air because you know it is it these movies just they have such um a thing stat like they they really have to just make like 500 million dollars at the box office to get their money back they have to just like these have to be like avatar movies where they make a shit ton of money another good example is like john carter that was a movie that like by traditional standards made a lot of money but the film actually lost a mon- bunch of money because it was like one of the most expensive movies ever made. And same with Alita, like it's a very expensive movie. These movies, you know, tend to not do very well unless they are something like, you know, um, you know, like part of a franchise like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are all some of the most expensive movies ever made. Um, and those make their money back because they're the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, you know, Avatar was kind of the one that like broke the mold that every about all these big super expensive movies are trying to imitate everybody thinks they can kind of make you know two billion dollars or whatever at the worldwide box office um because avatar did but that's you know that's lightning in a bottle um avatar by the way i don't consider a big swing because i don't think it's really that it's not weird enough it's not you know kind of doesn't have that fun factor that these kind of like craziness like this one does it's it's dancing with Smurfs. Exactly. Yeah. It's Pocahontas. It's it's Pocahontas. You know, all that yeah. Stuff. It also was incredibly successful too. Like, I mean, this is kind of based on underrated stuff too. So I wouldn't really call Avatar underrated. If anything, yeah. I would call it over, 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 over. Overrated. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I don't care. I I saw it. I thought it was okay. I wasn't one of those who went and saw it in 3D and had a heart attack I in the theater. Or whatever. Yeah. I think I saw it like maybe like for the first time like yeah when it was out on video i don't think i saw it in theaters i you know just definitely hearing you know the, the good things about it and stuff like that and then yeah when i watched it i was like oh, okay like i don't I, I don't even think that i was being biased or like it was overhyped for me it was just like it was just like yeah like an honest opinion of it you know it, and it hasn't aged well but it, it avatar is i haven't not seen a it for a long time because it's, I yeah. saw it maybe last year, like for the, yeah. like I actually sat down and watched the whole thing through, and the effects are still okay. Like they're pretty good. Obviously, now we're way better 10 years later, mm-hmm. but I'm still kind of like, why wait 10 years for to make sequels? Why is there well, like they a two, wanted three, to put four, it out in like 2014? It, it right keeps away. getting delayed and delayed and yeah. delayed. But yeah, like take, that's my, my point. And then, is, but yeah, like mm-hmm. I was like, it's just that like Avatar kind of like, like was the first step with these movies. Like it was kind of like, okay, we'll have like a big, it had the stuff like the world building and the like crazy special effects. Um, but it didn't have the heart and the kind of like weirdness and that like a lot of these big swing movies bring to the table. This one kind of like just set it up and they're all kind of like taking pages from it. Um, but these ones are are a step beyond Avatar, and 
you know, I think that because they don't have those, the tropes that Avatar did, where it is a kind of just like basic familiar story, um, they may, they might be not succeed as well with, um, you know, audiences. Um, another one I want to give an example of, it's another movie that was a big, really expensive movie that you could almost kind of consider a big swing, but it's another case where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this where it is very just formulaic and also it ties on a lot of like nostalgia and stuff like that. Whereas these movies don't. And that's ready player one, the, the movie. So mm-hmm. I feel like that movie is another one where like, yeah, it seems on the surface, like it's a big swing, but it's really not that like unique because it is just kind of like eighties, just things just recycled. Um, whether or not you like the film, I don't think that it qualifies for something like this. And I think that's why it made money because it was familiar. These big swings are unfamiliar to this one would be you know to anyone outside of japan you know like this is it's based on an anime like i can't think of really any like films like that were based on animes that like had this much of a budget and succeeded like this Mm -hmm. um but yeah ghost Ghost in the shell didn't succeed for yeah no a different reason but (laughs) that one i won't lie was bad it was just like it it had a lot of room to be better, but I remember when I saw it, I was like, I, I could, it, it has the potential to be a big swing, mm. but I, I think out of the two ghosts in the show and Alita, Alita is like way better. Like the superior one, the most recent, like big budget anime adaptations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I, I really, you know, was happy when you, when I pitched you guys big swings and uh, Alan, this was your pick for your big swing. Uh, I was really excited to check it out um, because it's something that I was kind of like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. This is like, does seem like it would be right in that category. And it it really did fit that. And this kind of like bombastic, insane, kind of like fun, heartfelt movie. And like, that's, that's the thing I keep going back to is these movies are filled with heart. And Alita, like literally is a character where she like, takes out her heart and is just like hey look here's my fucking heart like she's such like a just like a noble kind soul and she's in this terrible world with like rollerblades and like her boyfriend betrays her and and she's like is christopher christoph waltz a murderer i don't know and then she goes and kills this guy and she like finds out her dark past but she's still so wholesome and hopeful up till the bitter end she like fucking holds that sword up she's like you're never gonna She's like Captain America. She's like, you're not gonna change me. I'm still hopeful and awesome, and I I just love that. I don't that. think she's hopeful at the you end. I'm like I'm like yeah. I so that's the thing. I I personally have a problem with naivety. I don't like people that are over naive. When but I kind of gave her a pass. Like she's learning new things and stuff like that. She's basically a clean slate still in a weird way uh yeah i i got the sense at the end like that she was pretty much broken like hardened like she i, I think she's her more world weary like she's more aware of the world but she hasn't lost that in her hope is what i took from it i think i was i took it as a vengeful thing like she's ready to come at him like she's gonna get him and i'm i'm like i would i'm like I, that's why like i wouldn't mind a sequel because like yeah. i would totally be down with her just just kicking the shit out of you know you know the person that nova that basically like destroyed both of her lives you know like she mm-hmm. he I, killed I would love a sequel yeah. that'd be amazing yeah. i hope it happens because it's it's really like it could go either way now um, I, especially I with it, disney I, owning the rights to it and so disney owns the rights 
Yeah, because this yeah, this is a it was a 20th century uh, Fox film. Was so it was a 20th century Fox? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the because they know that 20th century Fox film to be released on its own. Apparently, Robert does Robert was is We Are Heroes is it a Netflix show, movie? I think. Yeah, I think it's a Netflix yeah. film. But yeah, he's yeah. he's actually came out like to I think to uh, when recording today he came out and was saying that he's really want wants to do a sequel. And he kind of like has some excuses why it hasn't happened yet. It's like, oh, it's because Disney bought it. I'm like, it's because it's a fucking expense. It would cost hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars. But I mean, like, I, I really, it's so it's, it could happen. Like, it, it's really I think, up I in the air. It, I think Disney would probably be willing to like give the rights to him, like, especially when it's not going to serve any purpose to them. I don't think that, I, yeah, I feel wary that Disney would ever like produce something like this you never know disney well they, they would release it under the, under the under the banner of um of uh well it's not called 20th century it's called 20th century studios now they because they they would just not call it a, they're not going to say like disney alita battle angel it would just come out um you know under well, their... this is on. i watched this on hbo Max. no i watched this on cinemark Cinemax. Sorry, yeah. never mind. Um, I think I think it might be on HBO Max as well because I I rewatched it there. I don't think so. I think I tried to find it. I couldn't find it on HBO Max. But um, maybe Hulu. Got- it might be Hulu. But yeah, there's there's plenty of rated R quote unquote Disney movies that come out. They just that under made by Disney Studios. They don't just call them Disney. Mm-hmm. So they would this would be no the same no thing no this. yeah it would be it would be 20th century definitely yeah. but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, it's a possibility. Like, you know, like, I'm sure that, that if the only thing that would worry me if Disney does decide to keep the rights, and that would mean that they wouldn't, is well, that, not yeah. they gave up the rights. They'll still make it, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, especially, like, if Rodriguez comes with them with the money, like, which I think he's going to make with, with We Are Heroes, just because, like, all of his kids' movies make buco bucks with his movies. Um, buco bucks, you know, buco bucks. I don't know what he said, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I th- I think I think it's still a possibility of being a getting made, and yeah, yeah. like I, I think especially also with Disney, like kind of coming out like with this past year, kind of coming under criticism of like not having more of that kind of content i mean it's not even that kind of like a bad rated r movie it's just more violence than like anything like dirty or or you know like curse words or anything like that well this one was pg-13 yeah it was actually okay Okay. but yeah like disney they they, like they're gonna still release movies under the like you know they're still gonna release yeah. the aliens movies, you know, which are oh, yeah. made by Fox. And, I mean, like, thankfully, like with their with their, you know, like, um, branch of Hulu, you know, like they they are uh, well, they allow those kind of like more not like you said not under like the Disney name, but still part of them kind of like movies right. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, it's also James Cameron's kind of like passion project. Because- oh yeah. For the James longest Cameron time, buddy, buddy with with yeah with Disney. Yeah, he was... land, he'll he'll wine and dine Disney. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean he's, he's gonna like... make him fucking four Avatar sequels or something. So yeah, and those yeah, are also he... Fox movies. That's so uh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, easily yeah. he's just gonna be like, oh look, hey, what did I make? Oh, Titanic and Avatar. Mm. Okay, yeah. come on. Yeah, and, like, he's true. been pushing it for like a long. I remember since like the mid two thousands. I think he th- there was like always. Like those, like 
I feel like the 2000s had a lot of movies in development, hell. And I remember Alita Battle Angel was on that for the longest time. That one, like there was a bunch of anime ones that were like, you know, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Dragon Ball, um, Alita. There was so many that they were like, we want to make on the big screen. You know, Ghost in the Shell. I think Ghost in the Shell and, and Alita Battle Angel were the only two that like that actually came out. I mean, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Evolution came out, but that's fucking garbage. <laughs> that that's my least favorite film of all. I fucking hate that movie. It's mm-hmm. absolute garbage. Worst film of all time. But it's like that meme yeah, of I like of like um upgrade, upgrade, no go back free. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like oh it man, get, no, it's, let, it's, it let it get made. Oh no, don't let it get made. Yeah, I remember they had a teaser poster. Twentieth Century Fox actually released a teaser poster in the two thousands for it, and I just had no idea what the poster was, but it just said DBZ, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm excited. And then the fucking garbage dumpster <laughs> fire came out, and I was like, oh my god, no, this is goddamn. Yeah, that's where I kind of started losing faith in like anime adaptations made over here. But Alita kind of gave me a little more hope. Where I'm like, yeah. okay, Hope- hopefully it gets a sequel because it would be one like it would be pretty much the first of the big swing movies to get a sequel since they all tend to do pretty. You know, they they can't make that insane amount of money they need to break even at the box office. So if anything is gonna get a sequel of this list, it's this movie. Yeah, yeah, I think it. Would. And I would love I th- to see I have- it. I think it would. I think it would. And then, like, I mean, like, especially when I noticed, when I realized, like, oh, this got released just last year. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. it has time to, like, for a sequel to come. Like, we yeah, are. It's, it hasn't been sitting on the shelf just, for years, you know? Yeah. 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 We are technically, like, just one year away from it, the first one being released. It could definitely come. I mean, like, look at the Incredibles. Like, it was 10, 12 years. After the first one that a sequel was coming came, I mean, yeah, and yeah, I think it'll come. I hope it's not that long though, because yeah. Avatar I don't think it would. A- I think it would probably be like maybe in the next three years. Mm-hmm. If it's going to happen, it'll probably happen then. Hopefully, yeah, because like Avatar has the benefit of James Cameron and, and it making like a billion dollars, but with mm-hmm. like Alita, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe you know, because again, even though there was marketing up the ass all over the place. When I went to go see it in theaters, I think like when I got, you know, the the next week, you know, you're at the water cooler, and yeah. and you're just like, hey, like anybody see Alita this weekend? And, and everybody's like, I don't know what that was, so I just didn't bother. Like that's one thing that kind of got me nervous because like most nobody I knew went to go see it. Like everybody but, was like, I don't know, man, it's it's like some anime thing, and I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, but uh, Robert Rodriguez is definitely a person of passion projects, and um. And uh, so he is very much like will get his passion projects done. Like mm-hmm. he's made all these movies, all these shows that pretty much like he just wanted to make, and that I do commend him for that. Um, so that's the that's one of my main reasons why I'm like it'll probably get made because like Robert Rodriguez is yeah like it's his passion project and. He will. He gets. He seems to have a way of getting his passion projects done. Yeah. No. For sure. I. I. Yeah. I. I have faith that we and the fan base is is like for this movie is very 
strong. Like there's a lot, there was like, that's the reason it got its re-release, um, you know, at the end of 2020. It's because there was a lot, there was a very, very vocal, passionate fans. It's not like something like, you know, another big swing, like something like Mortal Engines or something where it came out, like nobody cared, you know, and it just disappeared into nothing. It's like this movie, I feel like does have staying power and it, um, you know, and it did make enough of the box office to like them to look at it and be like, you know what, maybe we do give this one another film. And, you know, with the power of James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez behind it, I do have faith in it and um, would love to see where this story continues into. Mm-hmm. I highly agree that, that my only uh, gripe with it was, was just exactly how you said, Derek, I remember watching in theaters and they had that whole, like the big cameo and, and it left and they kind of left it off on a cliffhanger. And I was like, Oh, you guys shouldn't have done that. But mm. maybe again, it's James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. And yeah, they really Rodriguez need to help, they can ask Quentin Tarantino to just fucking pull his dick out and be like, give us another one. I don't think Robert Rodriguez has ever created anything that's hasn't inevitably and, Ended up having like a sequel of some kind, like even Dead, mm-hmm. uh, even Dust Till Dawn has a whole series. Um, oh, yeah. and oh, had, yeah, eventually it. had a whole series to it, but yeah, like Spy Kids has sequels. Um, the Mariachi, you know, se- series with you know, Mariachi, Desperado, Machete Kills, yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, Sin City yeah. even got a sequel a million yeah, years Sin later, City, that James was the sequel Nicole. that was incredibly disappointing. I completely forgot about it. I haven't. Right. I, I forgot about it. I haven't even seen it. Like I, I just kind of was like, I don't know, man. The first one was great. Yeah. The second but... one is it's just like this is fine. Whatever. Yeah. You just watch it. You forget about it for the rest of your life. You're like, oh yeah, Lady Gaga was in that, huh? That was weird. Uh, that was cool, I guess. Yeah. No, man. Well, I'm glad you guys like dug it. You know, if, if you guys get a chance, if I don't even know if it'll ever show up. Because we, we I rent we rented it at like a Hollywood video in fucking two thousand one or something, and watched the OVA. And um, uh, but the one the on one big YouTube. thing I'll say, yeah, you can probably find it on YouTube or maybe it's somewhere on Crunchyroll or something. But definitely the one of the big things that I like though is they they adapted it very well. Like I felt like I was watching the the OVA live action, like exactly like that. All the characters look great. Um, the one thing I'm really glad they didn't do, which really disturbed 11 year old me, because <laughs> that's when I was like barely getting into anim- anime. Like, you know, I was watching Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh! and Dragon Ball, and then you know, Fred he shows he's like, Hey, let's watch this OVA or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, cool, it's anime. Huh? Hey, let me before you say it, let me guess is it a sex scene between her and Hugo, or is it kidding? No, the no, the. The killing of what? Oh no, killing of Kobayashi. That the, not Kobayashi. The the can the John Earl Hurley. John Jackie Jackie Hurley, Hurley Haley. No, yeah. no. It, the 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 OVA was very graphic. Like it was super gory, super bloody. Uh, they do do it in the in the Alita movie, the 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 live action one. But it's off screen, which I was like, okay, if you really want, they were just trying to drive. It's a, the bar scene where like Alita kind of rolls up and she's like, I'm a hunter warrior now, and she's like, kind of trying to be all badass. And there's that. They other kill dude. the dog off screen. They kill the dog, 
graphically. It was oh, disturbing man. to say the least. Like it was just so like it was so sad, so depressing. And I was like, and literally that that dude, you know how he like had those like tentacle kind of things, like cyber tentacles or whatever. Mm. He, like wraps around the dog and just you see this little dog explode into blood and guts, Aww. eyeballs, everything on screen. And 11-year-old me immediately started crying like, what the fuck? And when I heard this was PG-13, I was like, cool, we're not going to see the dog die. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank God. Because they were trying to drive the point that like, this isn't a kid's movie. This is mm-hmm. intense. It's the cyberpunk <laughs> future. People kill each other and all that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. I get it. But they kept, you know, Alita's personality done really well. Uh, Dr. Ito, every, like, all that stuff was, they just did a really good job in, at, at adapting that, which I was like, this is dope, man. I like it. Like, it, the, the same thing, the anime, she's, like, very hopeful. You know, she's naive, but she's like, hey, I, I, when you guys say you, you felt like she was kind of, like, she broke, and then Derek, you said that she was, like, even more hopeful. I feel like she was, like, a good balance of the both like she was like you know fuck this you know all these things all these things happened to me you kind of killed my cyborg boyfriend now Mm. you know he had a sec he he fell off or whatever but i feel like she was still like i have hope for the future but i still want to fuck shit up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely if you guys can find it read the manga uh, or watch the ova they're both great yeah, no, I'll just check it out. <laughs> Any last thoughts, guys? No, check it. Yeah, give it a check out. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, I recommend, definitely. Yeah, and if you're not a fan of anime, you know, like, give this one a chance, you know? Like, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, like, my parents are like, oh, it's anime, like, I don't, this isn't my thing, you yeah, know? Yeah. Watch it, just watch that, it. You don't feel that much of anime. Uh, yeah. Besides her eyes, like yeah. you don't feel that much of an like, anime. Like if you don't know that it was based on an anime, you know you would never be able to tell. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I'm glad you guys watched it. I'm glad you guys kind of dug it. Uh, I hope you guys out there listening give it a watch. I think it was. Did we say it was Hulu? Was it's it not. Like, I don't know. It's not on any. It's not on. Any, oh, it's, it's on. It's on Cinemark. Oh, okay. it's, it's not on like any yeah. of the like major streaming things it's yeah. it's like yeah on a couple well you know you know the like the weird apps that nobody has I, well, yeah <laughs> all right for sure i just watched it yeah exactly i think it was like on spectrum or something on demand but definitely guys go check it out it's a great big swing film um and yeah, definitely check out our other podcasts uh, if you guys want to tune in. Ariel and Derek, if you guys want to throw it out there for everybody. Yeah, I have my podcast is um, You've Never Seen with a question mark, exclamation mark. And I um, introduce people to movies that are considered um, part of pop culture or cinematic history or even ones that I'm very surprised that no one's seen. Like, you know, I, I, I'll branch into that once in a while. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I invite, you know, I've had an episode with Alan, Derek, um, one with the bro and yeah, it's, it releases, um, on the first of every month. The next one is going to, or the one that just came out, 
um, at the beginning of this month of January is train spotting with um, Derek. So yep. yeah, just look for um, the screaming green lady in green, the screaming lady in green, um, where you find your podcasts. It's just audio yep. right now. We'll, I'll probably release um, the um, video versions, but still no like actual video like we have here. Um, probably in a couple of months. Just when yeah. I have a big bank of a good bank of it. And uh, yeah, also check out my other podcast that I do with um, you know these guys are on it all the time called uh, Gateway Episodes, where we um, show a Gateway episode of the TV show to somebody or to me to see if it's something worth getting into. Um, also, guys, um, if you want to you know hear more about like the big swings and stuff, we've got two more episodes coming out um, later this uh, month. So. The following two weeks of January, uh, we're also going to be doing two more big swings. And then I also wrote a piece on Medium called Hollywood's Big Swings Belong in Their Own Category. So just search Derek McDuff on Medium and that'll come up and um, I talk about all of this kind of like stuff a lot more in a different format. Um, so go ahead and check that out if you're so inclined. I'll drop a link in the description. Cool. Well, thank you so much, you guys. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening out there. If you guys have any suggestions i mean i'm really enjoying this kind of little mini series we're doing with the, the big swings if you guys have seen any films out there please like drop it on our socials facebook instagram twitter like let us know definitely want to hear from you guys all the time like anything like that that's what we're always looking forward to is hearing from everybody but yeah hopefully you guys found this video or found this podcast well and i hope you guys have a good one take it easy See you in another Bye. life. Thanks for being amazing.